This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, this is Dr. Kate and tomorrow will be my two-week post-op follow-up with my surgeon for my thyroid surgery. So I kind of wanted to give you an overview of what I would do, I'm going to do to help speed up the healing process. We talked about grounding and all that kind of stuff in the immediate right after surgery. This is going to be more on what are the long, more long-term effects of something like this. And if you have something similar going on, those kind of things. So half of my thyroid got taken out. And sometimes when you have that happen, you can have altered levels of what your thyroid produces. So T3, T4, and calcitonin. Um, Hopefully, everyone hopes that the rest of your thyroid will pick up the slack, take over. I didn't have any um, thyroid issues going into it when it came to my blood work and how it looked. It all looked good. But um, I was having some fatigue uh, and those kind of things. So I will get some blood work done tomorrow, see how my levels are two weeks out and see how things are kind of panning out post-surgery. Um, I'm probably going to take a functional medicine approach to help optimize that as much as possible. Actually, um, an ENT that I know previously, she's retired. She's not the one that did my surgery. Um, she had watched my podcast and heard me say that, you know, it seems like with the hormone levels and stuff like that, I wasn't getting great answers from endocrinology or, um, any of the doctors I'd been to. And she had herself had some fatigue issues and saw a functional medicine doctor who is an MD in Pittsburgh and gave me his info. And functional medicine is interesting because um, I do know of chiropractors that go into functional medicine. I know of DOs that go into functional medicine, MDs that can go into functional medicine. And it's more of a well-rounded um, look at the large picture kind of approach. And I, I like that. That's how I kind of practice myself when it comes to biomechanics of the body, because as I've been in practice for more and more years, you know, I was really laser focused on muscles and how they function and the nerves that innervate them when I was right out of school, which is great. But as I worked on real people that have real lives and all different dynamics, I came to realize that, you know, oh my gosh, stress plays such an insane role in how we feel physically, 
I've done podcasts on it. Uh, that's why I try to incorporate this new meditation practice into my, my daily life. And I know what stress can do to a person on a physical level biomechanically, but it also from just a disease level, when we're talking, um, strokes and heart disease and possibly cancer, those kind of things. We, we store this built up stress in our body and we have to release it some way. So I kind of evolved my practice with working with people to always include breath work and um, recommendations to try things to de-stress your life, uh, different aspects, um, like the grounding that puts you in a more healing um, place in your life to be able to optimally heal because that full, whole, well-rounded approach really is going to be what gives us that sweet spot of having better healing long-term. And that is what I'm looking for for myself. That's what I look for for my patients. And, you know, your patient has to be in the right frame of mind to um, accept that or get that. And I, I put it out there for everybody, you know, you know, and I treat teenagers and some of them, you know, I can tell it's like in one year and out the other, but even elementary kids, they all have their own levels of stress. And even as an adult, we're looking at it and we're thinking you have no stress comparatively to us. It, that can't possibly be what your problem is, but stress is different to each person. And that eight-year-old that's struggling with headaches because they're having a stressful situation at school or testing or whatever, it can be big to them and cause physical issues, headaches, um, those kind of things. Or um, So it's real and it's real for every person, every age, all those kind of things. And I think when we brush it off and act as if it's irrelevant, it's uh, not giving um, the patient person um, a very validating feel to it. And even pointing it out to them and they don't think that's the issue, pointing it out to them might make them take a step back and realize I do need to make some changes and give myself you know, the best possible place to heal from the physical self. Um, so I'm trying to reintroduce the uh, meditation practice back into my daily life, even though it's hectic and crazy, just like everybody else's is. Um, the other things that I particularly am worried about for myself is not just those hormone levels, but this nice little scar on my neck. So I have had a long history with struggling with headaches because I do tend to hold things in. I am probably a people pleaser by nature and I've gotten a lot, a lot better with that as I've aged, but it's something that runs deep. And um, so I've struggled with headaches since high school. I've been on migraine medication back then. I did not tolerate it well. Uh, I've 
have a lot of self-inflicted stress um, at, in that period of my life and beyond just from being a little bit of a perfectionist kind of person and expecting a lot from myself. Um, so a lot of self-inflicted stress there. And I had really bad headaches throughout school. Um, and I started to get a handle on them from the uh, muscle work standpoint once I was in grad school to help offset that use of ibuprofen. I was using a ton of ibuprofen to get me through school because I can't concentrate when I have a headache. It's hard for me to um, study, listen to patients, be engaged, that kind of thing. Um, if you've been around me long enough, you'll know that if I'm having a headache, because it seems like I've checked out because I can't focus on whatever it is you're telling me. Um, so I really helped me to, um, work on the, I, you know, I'm a uh, teeth clencher when I get stressed, that kind of thing. And I would get, uh, you know, the start of tension headaches and I was really overusing the ibuprofen and I wasn't getting to the root cause of like, why am I getting these headaches? That's just the band-aid and nobody ever, I've been to lots of doctors in that undergrad period of my life to address it. And nobody mentioned that I shouldn't take that much ibuprofen until I got to chiropractic school. And I was like, ha, huh, I might have overdone it a little bit. And that's when I started to try to not use that as a crutch and rely on that to really get me through. And I just still have stressful periods now where I know all the tricks and I know what to do, but it'll get the best of me and I'll have to, um, do that. And it's not something I want to get into. And what worries me for this surgery is that I have this scar in the front of my neck. And I know that when I clench and get stressed in, it really locks down the muscles in the front of my neck. So, um, whenever you have any type of cutting into your skin, into your fascia, and people are digging around in there, it's going to lay down scar tissue. And then the tissue is not nice and lubricated and sliding nice and smoothly. So if you think of any other scar, you've got your C-section scars, you've got your laparoscopic abdominal surgery scars, anything like that. We want the different layers of skin and fascia and tissue to glide, have a nice, easy glide one on top of the other. And when they do not do that, then you have this ripple effect. And if you have ever been into my office and my treatment room, I have a wall of these diagrams and they're called anatomy trains. And it shows you the patterns of where fascia connects from one part of the body into the into the next so you can see how um if you have something going on in your foot how it can trace all the way up to your upper body from these fascial trains and patterns and how fascia from one area connects to another and i know that I carry a lot of stress and tension in through my front of my neck and I do not want this scar creating any headaches because I do not have time for that. So 
I have my bow stop tomorrow and there's still a bunch of glue on my neck. So I haven't done any type of mobilization right on the scar because it's got glue on it. She told me not to touch it, but I will be asking about it tomorrow. Uh, but I have been doing mobilization of it with um, just trying to get the tissue to move around it. So I've been doing um, different range of motion with my neck and moving the tissue around it, trying to keep it nice and supple. Um, and I'm going to be doing, I have um, my rock blades that I use in the office, which are those metal tools that if you've been in before, I use them on your scars or different areas and we use it to mobilize tissue around there for the, I can, I use them on my um, neck, but you could use a beauty tool. Like they sell gua sha tools now in places like Sephora and Ulta and those kind of things. And it's similar. They make them out of think jade, but it's a smooth material and it's small and you people use it on their face. It helps with lymphatic drainage and that kind of thing. So same idea. I could use one of those. I'll probably just use my ones from the office to work on mobilizing the tissue around my neck and keeping that moving smoothly. Um, because I definitely don't want the trickle down effect of irritating this musculature that I know is so, so very tricky for me. And it's tricky for a lot of my patients too. And some of them don't even know that they tend to clench their teeth or grind their teeth. But if I work on their scalenes or and through their jaw, they'll notice then that it is definitely an area that is a problem. And sometimes people will say, well, I'm sure it just hurts because you're poking on it. But no, if, if it um, was not a problematic area for you, it would not hurt like that. Because I don't use a ton of pressure in the office. Um, and I can tell, like right now, my TMJ area and then up and through the head feels absolutely fine. Uh, and if I'm stressed out, it will hurt. <laughs> and be very sore and feel um, like a grittiness to it. And that and that might not be something that everyone can feel, but if you are palpating stuff or touching stuff all the time, then you start to feel stuff like that, the difference in texture of what you're feeling over time. But for you yourself, doing it to yourself, it might just hurt. Um, the other things that I will be doing are... Um, dry brushing. So now when I dry brush my body, I use a dry brush. I, I use the higher dose dry brush. Uh, it's like total splurge because you can get a regular dry brush uh, for like, I don't know, $10 on Amazon. And this one has like copper in it and I just like it. Um, but for my face and neck, I use a toothbrush, a soft bristle toothbrush and do the same thing. So little light strokes to help keep all of the lymph moving. So that's another concern. So if you have any scar tissue or um, restriction in the area of your neck, you have a ton of lymph vessels and stuff throughout your neck area. And if you have a stagnant 
lymph system, you're going to be inflamed. And I do not want that either. So I want to make sure that my lymph system is moving as optimally as possible. And that will include um, the, the dry brushing along with the washa or the rock blades along with some vibration. So I use a little uh, oral tool that is, if you've been in the office, it looks like a little pen and the end vibrates and I'll do different points in through the neck and the face. I learned it through Dr. Perry Nicholson and in his Vegas nerve course. Um, but for my patients, I tell them nerves love vibration and you don't have to buy this tool. You could probably just use your toothbrush that's electric, flip it onto the backside and do, you know, points in through there as well. Um, so it doesn't have to be fancy. Um, the other things that I will be doing is trying to do better with my sleeping. I, um, I used to be an all-star sleeper before I had kids. I could sleep immediately on going to sleep. Nothing woke me up except for my alarm. I could sleep anywhere. If I were traveling with someone, I could sleep in any airport, in any position with a bag under my head. And now I hear everything. I wake up at everything. I have, I work a lot. So I just get very minimal sleep. And I know that that is super important in healing and I am trying my best and I have been sleeping with my mouth taped and I'll have to do an, uh, another episode on like the why of that. But basically when you sleep with your mouth taped, it forces you to breathe through your nose, obviously. And that has a bunch of different health benefits. And I am able in the day to force myself to breathe in and out through my nose and it's fine, but you can't control what you do in your sleep. And actually the taping my mouth shut feels super weird, but it, I think, helps a little bit. So I still hear my kids at all hours of the night, but the taping the mouth shut is, seems to be working. So if you have any questions on that, you can always ask me, but those are just some of the things for now that I am doing to keep um, as healthy as possible, heal as quickly as possible, and try not to have that domino effect of something that ended up being little, it's benign, it's great, but now let's make sure we don't create another problem with what's going on. Um, so again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and I will have a new episode up for you next week. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.